He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. That makes me your host, Evan Wexel. Uh, please, please take the time to like, share, subscribe to the podcast, write a five-star review on iTunes. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, and if you're familiar with Blueberry.com, that is without the E's in Blueberry.com. That's another way to find the podcast. Socially awkward. Uh, we're doing pretty well. We got some numbers trickling in, got some downloads. Um, but please, please uh, share uh, the podcast and get it out there. This is a unique concept I'm trying to do. And uh, we're getting some good reviews. And uh, if you want to support the show, I'll mention a little bit later about Patreon, patreon.com slash funny Evan. Um, I'm pretty serious about this podcast. I'm in it to win it with you guys. Um, proof is that I am doing my first, uh, podcasting while out of town, uh, in a hotel room. And, you know, I was thinking maybe I wouldn't just leave my, leave my microphone at home. I'm, I'm traveling with it. Hopefully I'm not waking anyone, but uh, this has been a fun trip. Uh, also because it's the first time my mom ever drove me to a show. She pretty much dropped me off at the school, left me there for three hours, came back and picked me up, and then we went for food at the pl- same place. She ate dinner like two hours prior. So it's been a fun little trip. Um, next up, I'm going to Minnesota, University of Minnesota for Theta Chi on Wednesday, uh, followed by College the Musical, a musical about college with Kelly Myersfield. We are playing at University of Wisconsin, Milwaukee. Um, so that is what lies ahead for the week. As for today, the awkwardness continues because I created a Facebook event for uh, some of my friends saying, and the name of the event was, do you want to be on my podcast? Now, usually like you like a post and that doesn't mean you want to participate in the post. Like for example, my babysitter just canceled on me. Who wants to babysit my child? And someone likes the post, but they're not going to babysit your child for you. Well, some people may have gotten that idea when they replied to my, uh, wait, you want me to be on the podcast? My, my life is so boring. And, uh, that is what Maya told me, uh, before or after, uh, after she said she wanted to be on the podcast, but this, uh, I'm a fan. I'm a Maya fan. I'm a, I'm a Maya maniac. I think that's what we're going to coin it. So, uh, who I interviewed this week is Maya Wayne. Sorry. I can't, I, I lucky I got her name right during the interview. Maya Weinreb. She born in Israel, uh, and she gets right into what it was like growing up. She's moved around a little bit. I don't want to give too much away. Uh, I'm just a fan, and she's the best. So let me just introduce you to someone who I met officially out of Facebook maybe a few months prior, um, knew of her through friends, and then was able to to sit down with her and just kind of get her life story uh, in this little interview. But it was definitely awkward. It was fun. It was someone I was not really friends with up to more than three weeks ago. So this is more of a recent random Facebook friend, but I'd say 
I'm I I maybe been the best interview I I've ever done yet on this podcast. So, without further ado, let's just bring in Maya Weinrib. All right, we are back. It is socially awkward, and I am sitting across from I don't even know how to pronounce her last name. That's how random this is going to be. Maya Weinrib. You got it. Yes. That is how you say it. Maya Weinrib. Awesome. So so technically I added you on Facebook so that and you accepted, so that made us Facebook friends. Um, but Right. We maybe had like one conversation before doing this. Yes. At, at a bodega because I was eating food and stuff with my kid. And yeah. And now cause basically what we did, guys, is I put I put the word out to my Facebook friends who want to do and I created an event. For people, and they were people replying that they wanted to go to my event, but my event was getting people on the podcast. Maya said, Yeah, I'm going. And I'm like, Do you want to be on? And she's like, <laughs> What? I'm, I don't, eh. So we were, so basically, long story short, we're here now. But I think your story is interesting, like, because you're born in Israel. Yes. How long were you in Israel? I was in Israel until I was about five. And fa- parents moved you to U.S.? No, actually, so it was, I think it was Desert Storm. Okay, so you were so, in Desert Storm. Yeah, yeah, so we had gas masks. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, we had gas masks. Like, we had to go to the army barracks, pick up our gas masks. Our windows were all boarded up. So it was like, it was a protocol in Israel to get gas masks because Desert Storm was going down. Yeah, so, I think if if it was one of the wars, I think that's that was that probably was. the one. It was like nineteen eighty nine, nineteen. Yeah, we're getting there. I remember. Yeah. So yeah. So everyone in Israel had to go and get pick up their gas masks, uh-huh. and they smelled really bad, like rubber. Right. And um, my sister was a baby, so she had this like tiny gas mask that looked like a vacuum cleaner. Like it had like Holy. this white hose thing, and like so it's like one of those indoor air conditioner units where like the hose goes out the window. To drink. No. To, no? Okay. No, no. It, lo- it kind of just looked like a little vacuum cleaner. It was like, the rest of the gas masks are all like black and like rubber. Yeah. And hers, because she was a baby, was like this, I don't know, tiny one where it came with an attached unit. Whoa. So the purpose was get them, get your family gas masks so you could eventually leave Israel? Or was it just, that's how we were going to live in Israel No, at that the time? was the entire country. That was, we had like, you know, the alarms would go on. We'd yeah. have... They would tell us, like, the alarms would go on, and you'd have to, like, turn off all your lights, sit in your safe room, uh-huh. in your bomb room. Whoa. And every every house, every apartment in Israel has a safe room. This is the most unboring interview ever. We'd be like, I'd rather say, oh, right away, we're in gas masks in Israel, and there's a panic well- <laughs> room. That's, like, three movies in one. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's how I grew up, so I never thought it was weird, but... Did it, wow. Yeah. And then, um, but my parents, I guess, were kind of over it. Both, you know, when you live in Israel, both... Everyone has to go in the army. Right. So my parents... So draft is mandatory over there, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Men and women. Right. Right. So my parents had both been in the army and whatever, but they kind of got sick of it, I guess. And so we moved actually to England, to East Grinstead. Whoa. Yeah. When I was five or six or whatever. So how long were you in East Grinstead for? About five years, so I was ten. So I went okay. to I went to primary school. Gotcha. In England, learned so like about K kings to five. and queens. Oh, so like King James and King Queen Elizabeth and yeah, those, all the stuff I didn't learn in American European yeah. history. I saw from your high school. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The War of the Roses. The 
Tudors and the Stewarts. War of the Roses to us was was Danny DeVito, Kathleen Turner, and Michael Douglas. I think that's who was in the movie. Oh, the movie. Yeah, that's the only. That, when you say <laughs> never, War of the Roses, that's how pop culture this this country is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So you're there till ten, and then you came to America. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. In California the entire time. No. Okay, we're first. Done a lot of traveling. So nice, my gypsy. parents, yeah. Let's let it roll. We moved to Clearwater, okay. Florida. Gotcha. So I was in Florida till I was 18. Okay. And then I was, you know, sick of uh, I mean, my parents around. Okay. Yeah. There was nice, I mean, there's nice water views there. Yeah, yeah. No, I, now that I haven't lived there in a really long time, I like going there to visit as sure. long as I avoid summer. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, my sister lives there. My dad lives there. I go visit. It's beautiful. Right. The beach is nice. Right. But, um, but yeah, I left when I was 18 and I moved, I moved, um, to LA. Okay. But I was in LA for, I don't know, a couple months and I met a guy. Yeah. Cause that's what you do when you're 18. And I moved to. Guy in LA. Guy who was in LA, but okay. he wasn't from LA. Okay. None and of us are. What? None of us are. Yeah, right. No. So he, so uh, then I moved in with him, and he lived on Whidbey Island, which is an island north of Seattle in the Puget Sound. Whoa. Yeah. So I lived there for three or four years. And then did you get sick of that? Or? I got sick of that like immediately because <laughs> I, I was like this city girl, quasi-city girl, and all of a sudden I'm living on an island, and this is literally an island in the middle of nowhere. You have to take a ferry to get there. I've taken that ferry, maybe. Have you been to Whidbey Island? I I stayed with my friends um, Bainbridge Island. I went from, like, Seattle to Bainbridge. It's, I think it's close by. It's probably one of those. There's, like, a whole, did you, like, drive onto the pier, and there's, like, 30 different, like, takeoff points you could go to? No, because this one only went to Whidbey Island. It's the Whidbey Island Ferry. Okay. Yeah. Was Woodby Island like a dark kind of island? Was it like pretty during the day? Was it mythical? How would you describe Woodby Island? Um, okay, so Woodby Island, I believe, is the biggest island in the U.S. It's like really long and skinny. Okay. On the north end of the island is a navy base. Okay. And they have actual like civilization. Whoa. I lived on the south end of the island. <laughs> Where there was one movie theater that So existed. there was Woodby Island, and then you're, like, on the not-yet island. Because Woodby would yeah, be an yeah, island, yeah, and then right? you're on the not-yet islands. Okay. Yeah, that was the joke. Not so yet there's district, right? one movie theater that played two movies at a time, and they weren't necessarily the newest movies. They were, like, second run. Kind of, yeah. But it was really cheap. They only cost, like, $5. Right. And the popcorn was, like, $1.50 yep. or something. So it was cool. But there would be literally nothing to do on the island, so it would be... Um, you know, on Saturday, like, oh, let's go do something. Okay, well, do you want to go kayaking or do you want to go hiking? And I was 18. Uh-huh. And I was like, I want to go to the movies. I want to go to the mall. <laughs> and the mall was an hour and a half away past the ferry. So did your did your part of the island have, like, a general store? Was it, like, one general store and a guy with, like, fishing rods and that Kinda, was the whole area? Yeah. Well, you had to drive. We lived right on the beach, which was beautiful. Right. Like, you know, you have your windows open at night and... And you could hear the waves and whatever. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. Um, and you drove to this little town called Langley, which has been in some movies, actually. Like, mm-hmm. I think... I forget the name. I know the Twilight movies are Washington. I don't know if that's... I don't know. know. I don't know. No. So, so should I watch? Yeah. <laughs> I have not watched any Twilight. No, you're better than me. Okay. It was the glitter. I couldn't, <laughs> yeah, couldn't handle it. 
So you're on, so nothing going on. Yeah. Oh, but that, in Langley, it was kind of like this okay. cute little quaint town. They have a bunch of artists, an artist town, hippies, glass blowers. There's a couple of general stores. There was some grocery stores, like supermarkets, whatever, random places on the island. But pretty much it was like very quiet. Anybody who grew up on the island wanted to get off the island. Yeah. It was kind of like that. So I lived there, but then, so I only dated him for like, I don't know, eight or nine months, but uh-huh. then I was working for his family, so I stayed okay. there for a few years working for them. Okay. Still in the same place. Yeah. Okay. Didn't have anywhere better and, to go. Okay. So then once the island ran its course, where next? LA. Okay. So we're back in LA. Now we're back in LA, and now I've been here for a while. Okay. So now being back in LA a second time pretty much feels like home. Yeah. Considered home. Yeah, yeah. Cool. What what have been some of your favorite things about L.A. now that you're back here? Um, I guess what I love about L.A. is that you can do anything in L.A. Like, right. you can go to the beach. It's not as nice as the Clearwater Beach. Sure. But Manhattan Beach, you know, it's beautiful. That's Hermosa true. Hermosa Beach. Hermosa's good. Santa Monica is, like, where everyone goes, <laughs> yeah. but it's not the best. Right. It's fun, like, if you want to go to the pier or whatever, but... Yeah. Yeah, some of the nicer beaches. Not that I go very often, because driving anywhere takes forever. True. But but I could. I could go to the beach. I can go to the mountains. I go, like, in the snow. Mm-hmm. I could go... You can get, you can get, get, get any food in the entire world in L.A. Like, they have the good version. Like, I've had... What's your what's your method successful action to getting food like do you I would I yelp stuff near yeah, me Yeah yelp So that's the one I yelp and but it depends like cuz I'll go like I wanted to find an Ethiopian restaurant Okay and I just went and found one that was like you know the highest amount of stars Yeah it wasn't necessarily nearby but right. because you got to go to like little Ethiopia or whatever but but I really liked it Mhm have you written the comments about places you've been to? Are you a Yelper? Do you Yelp about the places? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not all the time. But once in a while. Yeah. If it's really good or really bad. Do you share photos of your food? Yeah. Nice. I had it where I was actually sharing Instagram. photos of insignificant things. Like on Yelp. <laughs> like I would go to Applebee's and I would take a picture of the napkin canister. Like, this is what their napping canister looks like, guys. Come to Applebee's. <laughs> Did it work? <laughs> or, no, I think I think Applebee's, actually, I took a picture of, like, the mood lighting. Then nice. when I went to, like, a frozen yogurt place in my hometown, I took a picture of the, the napkin canister. Nice. So, that's yeah. that's my odd methods. No, I, I take pictures of the food. Yeah. I Instagram. Is, in, is Ethiopian, like, where would you rank that on your, on your cuisine of choice? Um, I just think it's good to have in my repertoire. Like, I don't think I would eat it very often, but right. it was different. Like, they have this weird... Have you ever eaten Ethiopian? Nope. So they have this weird, fluffy bread stuff. Right. And all these random colored things. Yeah. Which I don't actually eat, like, vegetables and meats and things. Right. I think there was meats. I think. And then you take the bread stuff and you eat the other stuff with it. I think most of, like... Ethiopia and east of Ethiopia, I feel like, has that same kind of method. Probably. Because, like, with Indian food, I feel like it's the same kind of deal. Like, you just... Yeah, but the breads are all different. Right. Yeah. Right. But I remember when I was in Israel visiting my grandmother, I realized there is a lot of Ethiopians in Israel. Mm -hmm. And, um, like, kind of... 
It's sad. Wait, where's grandmother? Where's your grandmother? Is she in here, around here? No. Oh, back in. Um, yeah, all my. Okay. Well, my she's my last grandmother left okay. now, but she's gotcha. in Israel. The okay. rest of my family is all in Israel. Yeah. So Ethiopians are kind of like Mexicans in LA. That's it's, cool. That's like that'd be a great SAT analogy. Yeah, it's sad, but it's true. Yeah. And I asked my grandmother, okay, let's go get some Ethiopian food, because I've never had it. It sounds really cool. Right. And she had no idea where to get Ethiopian food. Oh, my God. Which is weird, because I'm like, how do they not... I mean, there must be Ethiopian restaurants, because this is full of Ethiopians. Because we have, like, taco places, like, on every block here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, but she had no idea. She didn't think they even had restaurants. In her mind, she was like, I don't think they make enough money to eat at restaurants. Yeah. And I hope that's not true, but I don't know. So, so I had to go to LA to get Ethiopia. So you had to go to LA. So that's what brought you back here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I came back for Ethiopia. Does, does Ethiopian food then trump anything else? Like, what's your go-to? Do you have like a go-to place around here so far? Um, not like a go-to or an area place. of LA. Is there an area of LA where? Uh, not really. I because I'm kind of. I don't like to eat the same thing all the time, right. and I don't like to go to the same places. Mm-hmm. So, but I do have my favorite foods. Like, I love tacos. I love Mexican sure. food. You can't live in LA and not love Mexican food. Um, and um, you know, sushi. Sure. And uh, and um, Israeli food. Yeah. There's not. It's hard to get good Israeli food, but you can. You just have to go to the valley. Oh yeah, yeah. Because we have a whole pocket of even like glot kosher. Yeah. Stuff over there. Um, yeah, one time I was <laughs> I was tutoring an Orthodox Jewish family, and I felt terrible because I ordered food to the house and included pizza. <laughs> and they're like, we can't have it in our house. So I like ate it in their backyard. <laughs> and I feel like that's why they didn't want me to tutor them. But I ended up tutoring them again. But <clears throat> Yeah, it's when, when I would walk into, I have one grandmother, well, she passed away, right. but I had one grandmother who was really, really orthodox. Mm-hmm. And when I would walk into her kitchen, I would just be like instant confusion because they had <laughs> two sinks and you can't, you know, you have the dairy sink and the, oh, wow. the meat sink. Yeah, and they have two sets of plates and silverware. Okay. But nothing was labeled. So you just so, have to know. Yeah, it was my mom's mom. And I would and I would just, like, mom, I, I'm just going to stay out of the kitchen. I feel like I'm going to mess up. I'm going to do something wrong. I'm going to get in trouble. I'm gonna yeah. Put, you can't eat... Things after things, like, I yeah. forget. Like, there's a certain order. Like, if you eat dairy, you can eat meat. But if you eat meat, then you can't eat dairy for two hours. It's like a name your own adventure kind of book, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It's complicated. All right, guys. We're going to get back to Maya Weinrib in a little bit. And she's going to go into how she may never need to leave her home thanks to the conveniences of living in L.A. But you hear the creepy, weird jazz music right now in the background. That means I'm going to talk to you about Patreon.com. Now, the page of mine I'm referring to is Patreon.com slash FunnyEvan. What this website does is this allows supporters like you to back up people like me in doing my creative projects. Now, doing this podcast has been a total blast. I have 4,600 Facebook friends. I would love to interview them all or more frequently than once a week. What can help me do that more is with your support from Patreon.com. For a little as $1 a month, you guys can help get me to the 4,600 people where if I was to interview one every day, it would probably take me over 12 years. I think I did the math and that's what it comes out to. So obviously this is a podcast I can do for the rest of my life. 
what I need to help that and also to like back up and offset the costs and and expand the show and do it more frequently is for you guys to jump on board. Now, I have a lot of reward tiers on my Patreon page where the more you back me up, the more I can give you. Um, For example, just a dollar a month, you already see my members only posts and updates for three dollars a month. And I'll just run them through fast for you. Three dollars a month. You get a certificate. You are part of my awkward army. Everyone needs to have a name for their click. My click's going to be called the Awkward Army. That's what $3 a month does. For $5 a month, Socially Awkward will follow you on Facebook or Twitter or anything. $10 a month is pretty exciting because I just got the products in the mail this week. We are talking smartphone wallets. These are the things you can stick on the back of your cell phone, throw an ID in there, a credit card, a cash. Really convenient, really sleek. That's what happens at the $10 level. I have other levels as well that include uh, getting an autographed CD, uh, becoming a guest on the show, no matter whether you're my Facebook friend or not. I even have something where I give you title sponsorship and I have to mention you every time I mention the title of this podcast. And it's really fun. Definitely worth checking out at patreon.com slash funnyevan. So definitely uh, indulge. Um, And you can alter how much you give every month as you so desire. But let's get back to the true star of this episode. Let's get back to Maya. I know. I always find like for types of cuisine, I like Hillhurst and Vermont have a lot of good little places. Yeah. I'm still like. Yelp. Yelp too. Yelp directly. Postmates. I, and, yes, there's and a go- Uber Eats. That's uh, that's my go-to these days. As Uber, Uber Eats and Postmates are like the same thing. Kind of. They're both like I did my first Postmates at someone's. I was at someone's house and I was like, Chipotle, come on down. So yeah, yeah I ordered Zanku the other day. So they just brought it. It was, it was so fascinating. Yeah, it's I feel bad because best it's, thing ever. It's like you're we're totally diluting like the food delivery pool. And we're totally diluting taxi drivers. It's so funny. Yeah, but you know, I... Because I work from home, so right. I never want to go anywhere. Right. Um, my car literally has been parked in the parking lot yeah. forever. I never want to <laughs> go anywhere. I found out about... Um, that will lower your insurance rates a lot by never driving your car. Perfect. It's <laughs> really dirty and dusty, but yeah. I found out about Instacart a okay. couple of months ago. Oh, it's that, it's that like... They do grocery shopping for you? Yes. Yeah. I don't even have to go grocery shopping anymore. They come. I I just ordered earlier today, actually, from Costco. You don't even have to have a Costco membership. What? Seriously, they go to Costco for you. And I buy, when I, like, from Costco, I buy cases of water. Right. So they go to Costco for you. They bring it back. And they will come in and put it on top of my fridge where it goes. And it's like... The best thing ever. I don't have to go grocery shopping. I don't have to go to restaurants. I just, I don't have to do, I have laundry delivery. Oh, I, I had, well, I like doing that in college. I loved like bringing, like I had a laundry bag through my school and every week I just dropped it off somewhere down the street and they just do it. But you had it brought, you've ever brought. They come here, pick up my laundry and bring it back. So you could pretty much do everything you do now and you don't even really, really need legs for life right now. You could pretty much. <laughs> this is why I'm getting fat. <laughs> and this is why I'm trying to hire a trainer who will come here. Oh yeah, train. why not? Bring him in. <laughs> they will. 
they you're will. like the ultimate receipt point of like every. It's great. Yeah, I don't. I I don't see like if people didn't know it. you, they would think you're like agoraphobic. She's afraid of going outside. <laughs> no, I can just get it all here. It actually, it's just wastes so much time to go to the grocery store, like to go to Whole Foods and come back. It's at least two hours, right? And I could be working, and I have a lot to do. Totally. I just feel also with there being so many Uber drivers, right? I feel like Uber or Lyft is like the new, like if you're in the business, like acting or something, I feel like people would be like a waiter on the side. Right. Now I feel like you can be an Uber driver on the side, which is probably more flexible. It is. But again, it's like you're taking the hours to like drive other people around. What if you're stuck in traffic? And all this stuff. But you're getting paid for it. That's true. And you don't have to take a ride if you don't want to. Like you, because I've talked, I Uber a lot. Yeah. Hence my car is right. in the, its parking spot. So it's probably driven like, what, 500 miles in the last year at most? I don't, e- I don't know. I don't even, it's just been sitting it, there. Is it, is it the kind of car that's so dusty? Like you're, you're the kind of person that puts the curtain over the car I to should. hide what even kind of car I it should, is? I should, but no, it just looks terrible right now. It's super dusty. But no, so I, I met a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to, um, where did I go? I went to the outdoor movies, which is another super LA thing. Where? Where are the outdoor movies here? They have like Eat See Here and they have, um, what's that other one that I went to? Uh, street cinema, street scenes. I forget what it's called. Something mm-hmm. cinema. Okay. And they do. They have one like at a um, right down the street at the cemetery. They have. Oh yeah, there. those. Yeah, they. But show. they have a bunch of different ones, and they have a bunch of food trucks. Right. And then they do a big projection screen on a wall, and right. everyone brings their little tiny beach Blanket chairs and, and blankets. And yeah. So I went to one of those with one of my with some of my friends. We saw uh, Pretty in Pink. Right. And I Ubered. Because it's in Pasadena, and I didn't want to find parking, and I didn't want to sure. be in traffic. And How much from here and right? We're in like what area is this? We're near Los Feliz. We're kind of like, like our Silver main, Lake. So like, so from sort here of. to Pasadena, is it like what fifteen dollars? You think or it what? was like nineteen. Okay, yeah. So it wasn't bad. And then there's like t- endless coupons they'll send you sometimes. There's like half off your next five rides sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. So, so I Ubered, and it was a super LA thing to do to right. Uber to the outdoor movies. Yeah. And then the guy who was my Uber driver was this guy from Africa, and we got in a conversation. And he's a professional boxer. No way. Yeah, and so he Uber drives on the side, and right. then he also does personal training. And so I was asking him, would he come to your house and? Yeah, and he's he would and he'd take <laughs> his card, and he his gym is nearby, so he could come here on right. his way to the gym. And he was like, "I'm gonna bring." He's a boxer, so mm-hmm. he's gonna, I'm gonna bring pads though. No and way. I was like, "Make sure that we have someone to take a picture, so I can post it on my Instagram." Yeah, that's like, what my wife did when she was working out. She like you have to. She post a photo after every run she did. It gives you like inspiration to keep going because otherwise you get lazy and you stop. And I haven't worked out in like years. Yeah. Well, I mean, I ran cross-country uh, track through high school, college, ha- ran after college, ran New York City Marathon oh, 2009, wow. nice. Long Island Half Marathon 2011. But then, like, the last couple of years, haven't been running as much, even though I've been still renewing my gym membership. But, you know, I need things to train for yeah. right now. I did a show on sci-fi called Chase, where it was like a live game board, and there were like 12 players and we would run around the Universal backlot. And That's there cool. were, like, agents from the Matrix kind of people trying yeah. to, like, track you down. And uh, so I got in shape for that. 
I also got in shape because I wanted to like try to lower my life insurance policy. So I'm like, I had like a high, I had like my, I had like high good cholesterol or bad. Something was good, but not really. I was like, I want to get better. I want to make it better. Mm-hmm. And I didn't make it better. I made like everything go up like in a yeah. good way. But, and then one time, like my dad said something about me, like getting bigger. And I'm like, Oh no, you don't. So that's when the last time I went to the gym and got rolling with that. So I'm just yeah. kind of waiting yeah, for the see, next thing. I, I, um, never been an exerciser. Like right. I, in school in England, right. in PE, I would go and read a book and mm-hmm. make excuses about how my English wasn't good mm-hmm. and stuff. And um, pretty much in high school, same thing. And luckily, I've never gotten really fat. And there's been times right. where I've gained, you know, 10 pounds or right. whatever, and then I've stopped eating bread, and right. then I lose the weight. Sure. But that's about it. And so I feel, and I want to. Right. I just don't want to. Mm-hmm. Get out of bed. I don't want to do it. And I had a gym membership for years that sure. I never went to. Mm-hmm. And so, and I hired a trainer. Do you know, you know, G, G Hines? No. Oh, okay. Well, I hired him a couple years ago and, and we did workouts in the park. Right. And I would run and I would do mountain climbers and everything. And I, you know, felt better. And it wasn't like, right. okay, I need to like. It was um, like maintenance more? Like kind of No, like- it's more like I was just feeling like I'm getting like tired and sluggish all the time mm-hmm. and I'm, and I was sleeping a lot but I was always tired so it was like how about we get the body moving like I'm not as young as I was right and stuff and for the last you know whatever 10 years I've just always had office jobs so I'm always sitting all day sure so I always am like trying to get going, and I never do unless I hire someone to make me. So um, I'm gonna enter do that. the multitasking, and then you'd have like if you need to go somewhere after your training, he could drive you because <laughs> he's an Uber driver. Right, my no, wife. My wife has to joined go to the gym after oh. he has to go to his boxing gym. No, but I but I actually need to. Someone has to come here mm-hmm. and like yell at me to start exercising. <laughs> And make me do it. You should just get like one of like a crotchety neighbor to come by and be like bang on the door and be like you run, know, my run in place. Might do it. He's he's a fitness looking dude. Yeah. My wife joined Uber. Uh, she signed up. I think at like a gas station. She did one Uber drive, and it was me who called her. I'm like, <laughs> you get a hundred dollars after your first drive. All right, pick me up and let's go to daycare to pick up our child. So that was the only time I think she ever drove for Uber. She hasn't done it since. No, I mean... I feel like as a woman, it's got to be kind of freaky. Like, you right. hear stories, even of, sure. of Uber drivers getting beat up and picking up drunk passengers. Yeah. So even then, though that's peak times, and that's when you'd probably get paid more, but it's not really worth it. Yeah, and so... And I'm sure it doesn't even happen that often. Right. But you hear one story, and it kind of freaks you out. And, it, and so... As a woman yeah. in L.A. picking people up at, you know, midnight or whatever, mm-hmm. or even just, like, during the day, some random dude you don't know in your car sure. is a little scary. And it's not like... Because the, the people summoning you also have ratings as well, I guess. So yeah. you could... So, but, what, but that's the yeah. worst you can do is give them a bad rating. Right. I mean, it's not like... I guess I'm a woman in L.A. and I jump in random Uber drivers' cars all the time. <laughs> 
But at least, like, they have someone that's they're responsible to. Right. And it's their car, and, you know, they're working for Uber, Uber's tracking them, whatever. Right. Whereas, if it's a passenger, mm-hmm. it seems kind of scarier. So I guess I you could know. create a fake profile and everything, yeah. Yeah, or... But, I mean, you just, have to have a billing or, thing on file. But. Yeah, but it could be your first Uber drive. Sure. Or anything. I don't know. It just seems... I don't know that I would want to be an Uber driver. I feel if I was, I'd want to make it unique. I mean, I wouldn't because I think I'd have to wash my car all the time because a right. lot of the cars are nice. Yeah. When I was Ubering in Clearwater, though, mm-hmm. like, they didn't get it. They were, like, beat-up cars. Right. I did that. I was in Chicago once. I got a ride to, like, the show, a show, and it was, like, a like a bad, like, hatchback Subaru thing. Yeah, dirty, beat-up car. But usually, like, here, even if usually I use it most for airport rides from my house, like, Burbank Airport... And it's just like it's it's nice. I mean, it's like a Camry. Usually, a Camry will show yeah, yeah. up, and yeah. Oh no, it's usually a Prius. Oh, you got the Prius. It's, That's good. The Uber drivers always have Priuses. Almost. Have you ever driven a Prius? I have. Yeah. I got. I passed my driver's license in a Prius. It was my friend's Whoa. mom's car. That's awesome. I drove a Prius once. I it was a rental that was given to me. Uh, I drove from Phoenix up to frick. Where is NAU? Maybe that's Flagstaff. I apologize, Northern Arizona. Um, maybe it was Flagstaff, but it was like I drove 500 miles, and I think I used like eight gallons of gas. Nice. So it was kind of – I had like high hopes. I had high expectations because Prius – I think they look cool yeah. from the outside. They kind of look a little like the car Homer Simpson designed on an early episode of The Simpsons. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, that's fine. No. But um, I think they have a sleek look. I just felt like when I got inside the Prius – I felt there should have been more, like, in the console. It feels like mm. it, it was, like, a stripped-down interior. Oh, really? But I huh. still... I don't know. I'm curious what the Volt is like to drive. Yeah, I haven't driven that. And then the Tesla. Uh, yeah, Tesla sounds cool. There's going to be a new Tesla, I think, that's, like, more affordable, but without free charging. Like, it would be... I guess maybe it would cost money to charge wherever. Mm. But, yeah, Tesla, I guess, would be the end game. Yeah. For cars. Yeah. If you're if you're into like electric cars and and you can put you open up the hood and that's called a frunk. It's like a front trunk because there's no engine in there. Weird. It would be weird. It freak people out. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing I remember about driving the Prius is when I took my test. Uh huh. I forgot to put the car in park before I turned it off. <laughs> but because on the Prius when you turn it off it. Automatically oh, goes yeah. in the park. I did not lose points. Whoa! For that, and I was like, doing. Oh, a happy that's dance. good. So you passed your road test the first time. I did. Nice. I did. Yeah, they. She taught me how to parallel park. Oh. And, and she told me to make sure I check my mirrors, and mm-hmm. so I was didn't really know what I was looking for though, so I was checking my mirrors too much. So it was like a road test slash driving lesson at the same time. No, no, no. Oh. I, earlier. Oh, okay had been told that like she my my friend's mom who was mm-hmm. teaching me how to drive she taught me how to parallel park okay. which is very important in it was in Washington state I don't know I, I heard in LA they don't make you parallel park anymore I don't know I mean I I took my road test on Long Island I, I failed the first one cuz it was rainy uh I pa- I paused in a in the middle of a crosswalk and I almost hit a bus nice the second time was a different location and I just I yielded a little too much one time, but my parking was fine. 
But it's just always funny watching people try to like parallel park in LA. Yeah, well, no I think idea. it's not on the driver's test, which it should be because you right. have to parallel park here all the time. Sure. Otherwise, you can't find parking. But yeah, no. So I just I went through the the or like a crosswalk or whatever, but uh-huh. I didn't really know what I was supposed to be looking for, so I was just kept kind of like looking <laughs> at all the mirrors and the the instructor, the the drive tester, whatever. Totally knew that I had no idea what I was doing, but I didn't flunk enough points. Like you had to, right. like you got like a certain amount. So you I had like, lifelines almost, or I, no credits. I passed by the skin of my teeth. Yeah, pass is a pass. Oh, yeah, I just still didn't really know how to drive, but at least I had a driver's license. You don't need to now because everything is driven to you. Nowadays, <laughs> so, nowadays, yeah. Cool. Well, this was fun. I don't know why you said you had nothing. This is a gr- you have a great well, story because I didn't really know. What, I was like, I don't really have. I mean, That's a, yeah. currently. If I was to tell someone about my life, I would be like, literally, it's boring. I work all day. I don't go anywhere. Yeah. I have people deliver things to me. Pro- that probably make people envious <laughs> of you. That's the that's the American dream. <laughs> I just need a white picket fence. Yeah, a white picket fence to keep you inside all the time. Yeah, yeah. and a yard and a dog. Nice. And then hire a dog walker nice. to come and walk my dog. Oh, you have a dog too? No, I oh. want one. Okay, that's good. It's all going to be there. I'll find a dog. Um, cool. Any anything you would like to say? Any closing remarks? Anything you'd like to promote yourself or? Um, no. But if you ever get a chance to travel to whoever your listeners are, they should travel because traveling is fun. I'd like to go to Israel. I've never been to Israel. It's such a beautiful, beautiful place. And even though I know I was talking about gas masks and stuff, oh no, yeah, it's actually it's not like that all the time. It's not like that right now. Right sure. now, it's it's safe and. Yeah. Um, and it's beautiful and it's got so much history and you walk around Jerusalem it's got you'll have like this old building right next to a brand new building and you just feel the history you you know you can go to um and the new building architecture is like consistent with yeah oh wow cool yeah they do that and there's like but like crumbling buildings that are like hundreds and hundreds of years old and you go to old town Jerusalem and they they have like excavations where you can see like the earlier ones Mm -hmm. and um you can see where the place where Jesus was laid on this Whoa. like tomb, and it looks like uh, it's super creepy because there are like these creepy priests with like incense things. The oh, live priests that are there. Yeah, like, oh wow. And but like and there's carvings on the on the wall, and it's like from a like, Crusader times, and mm-hmm. like and um, it's just really cool to go from in America. Everything is new. Mm-hmm. You know, not everything, but almost everything. Yeah. You know, you drive across country and everywhere is like anywhere USA. It's got your Starbucks right. and your Walmart and your... It's just cloning itself. Yeah, like a, exactly. It's like a mitosis of chain restaurants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it gets really just like you could be anywhere and it's the same. And they, and places have their own individuality. Like you start going south and they're selling boiled peanuts on the mm-hmm. side of the road. And, and you go... You know, or you go south and then there's the, like, the other direction, west coast, and there's the, you know, lots of Mexican food and stuff like that. Right. But in general, like, the U.S. is very, I don't know. Streamlined or, or self, Just, self-replicating? Yeah. Yeah. And when you go to other places in the world, they just feel like they have so much more history, like, yeah. I went to Rome one time on a layover. Mm-hmm. I did a 10-hour layover in Rome <laughs> on my way to Tel Aviv. Whoa. And it was just really cool, like, seeing, and there's just so much art and history and architecture, and everything is beautiful, and um, I want to do more traveling and go more places. Yeah. I went with my parents to uh, 
London, Munich. We did go to East Grinstead. And, um, but yeah, we did like from London, we did the train to Paris. So we basically did like an eight hour, like rush, like see Paris for eight hours and hop back on the train to go back to London. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's, and you can do that because Europe is small. And that's why passports are more important in Europe than in America, but still. Yeah. Seriously. You don't, I mean, you can like, you drive through Europe. I think you can like drive through all of Europe in like one day or something. Whoa. I think, I don't know. I could be totally insane, but great. But if you try to drive across the U.S., you're stuck in Texas for like three days. Yeah, there's a lot of Texas. And I've, nothing to see. I've been to a lot of parts of Texas. Very different. The, the, and they're just on the freeway and yep. there's nothing to see in Texas. Yep. But but yeah, so that's my closing remark. Travel. Go to Israel. And go to Rome. Go to Europe. And go see pyramids in Mexico because those seem cool. No way. Yeah. I will find it. I'll Google it first. Chichen Itza. Cancun. <laughs> been to Cancun. I didn't remember any pyramids. Yeah, it was, it was spring break, so I probably saw a different part of Cancun. Yeah, <laughs> I saw the Senor Frogs part of Cancun. I went to that part, too, <laughs> but I did the, the pyramids tour. Okay. Cool, Maya. Well, thank, thanks for agreeing to this. Sure, no problem. It was a pleasure. All right, guys, that was Maya Weinreb as she endured the most awkward ending to an interview I've ever done. But I want to thank her for coming on. Uh, absolute delight to sit down and talk with. Uh, not sure who's going to be next week. I, I'm thinking an actor or an actress uh, for next week. We're gonna we're gonna see. Um, but please do uh, like, share, subscribe to the podcast. Write a five star review on iTunes. And if you want to support on social media, we are at Awkward with Evan on Facebook and Twitter. Also, the website is www.awkwardwithevan.com. That lets you see the full blog feed of what we've been doing. Um, You can also see past episodes on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Blueberry.com. Should be a blast next week. And please do have fun and travel because that's what Maya says. Thanks for listening. Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Wexel.